Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Before LT tells us about your butcher shop, the Grammys were last night. Rockstar, you're a music person, but you've also have got an 18-month-old, or soon to be a two-year-old. Um, did you watch any of the Grammys? I saw that Jason Isbell won something. Oh, did he? Yeah. He did, before the show. I uh, am yeah. oh, not part the, of the big show. That's the one where they announced it going to commercial yeah. earlier tonight. Yeah. Earlier tonight. <laughs> no, it, hey, it was not that it's not a big deal. I mean, they probably give away 50 of those before. Uh, you only get like seven awards during the show. Yeah. Best salsa duo. Yeah. I uh, came home from TV last night, and Jennifer was watching it, which surprised me. Um, and I got there just in time for the in memoriam, which was a complete train wreck. Then I saw on social media, I saw on Twitter. So you didn't like the In Memoriam? No, it was terrible. Why? Because the music was so bad on it. I always. You didn't like Stevie Wonder? No, he was terrible. Did you hear him? Racing your time. He was singing a Tony Bennett song. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah. You didn't like. um, So you did watch? Yeah, I watched every second of it. You didn't. The Annie Lennox singing. I did not. She was awful. I didn't know you were a big Grammys guy. Oh, every year. I mean,. Uh, had to, they, I can't do these. I'm, this is the old man coming out me. I can't do the awards. Yeah, I'm not anymore. a big award show guy either. That's why I was surprised Jennifer was watching it. Um, you thought those were good? Stevie Wonder and Annie Lennox? Yeah, I enjoy people uh, paying tribute to people that died. Okay. I hate it. It's a weird thing to enjoy, but all right. Now, now the I, thing that gets me is every year I'm like, damn, he died? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but I did see on social media, and I thought this was really cool. Uh, the Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. Yeah, I watched it live. It was really, and, really and, good. Yeah, yeah, that Luke Combs song. His cover is awful. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it is. Yeah, and awful. Luke Combs is a good guy, man. And I'm not he, saying he's not a good guy. I didn't say that. And he is, I mean, there's no telling how much money he has made Tracy Chapman just by doing that cover. That's right. No telling. She's got, she wrote the song. And it went so back to number one. Her version went back to number one after last night. And it was just a cool moment to see him bring her out, which I guess was a surprise. I don't know that everybody knew she was going to do that. I don't. I don't know if they knew she was going to do that, but um, he obviously did because it worked on. Well, clearly, worked on the, the duet clearly. And she's saying, I mean, it was one of those where it's just like, oh, I want to hear Tracy Chapman sing it, but I thought it worked. You know, I don't know if the covers ever as good as the original. I think sometimes they are. I think sometimes they're better. Actually. Sometimes they're better. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, Luke's is not better than Tracy Chapman, but it is equally good in its own way. Like, do you think um, Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey? A lot of old heads aren't going to like this. Far better than George Jones' cover. I would or agree. Not George Jones' cover, but George Jones' original. I would agree. Oh, Stapleton's is fantastic. Well, I think Stapleton's is good. Yeah. Yeah, George Jones. Is good, but it's not what Stapleton has done. The live version with Justin Timberlake is the best version of this. I've song. always liked that too. Yeah, was, we brought that up once though and got shouted down, which was be- I think at the Grammys. Uh, it was at a, an award show. It might have been the Grammys. Yeah. I don't know. The live performances are always good. I bring it up because Taylor Swift uh, won an award early on and used that moment to take over the night on social media, where she announced her new album is coming out April the 19th. 
and all of a sudden the Grammys went from trending to Taylor Swift's new album trending, uh, and then everything else was Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, Wait, on, so on she the, accepted an award and said, hey, by the way. Yes, I want to yes. say thanks to everybody, and I've been keeping something a secret for the last few months, and I might as well just announce it here. I'm pregnant with 87's baby. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it right here. come out with 666 on its head. For a minute, for a minute, I was like, this is going to be Travis Kelsey related. No, she, uh, she announced a new album on April 19th, and after she had said thank you, she announced the album and said, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go in the back and tweet out uh, the information about it right now. Yeah, it so a, live on network it was TV. A little, yeah. a little self-serving. I'm going to go back now and tweet out on my social platform. I, I mean, you just sit there and watch the people that are liking and clicking. It's going. It's like you're you're pumping gas. Yeah. What, like, the when, numbers are going like that. Didn't A Rod like announce his retirement like during the World Series <laughs> yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or his trade. The trade got announced. He yeah. was going from the Rangers to the Yankees or something. I, I know you're all on board on this Chiefs thing, but let me ask you this honestly, both of you guys. Do you think if you asked Taylor Swift what Travis Kelsey's birthday is and year, do you think she would know it? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, she would know that. I don't think she would know it. Well, but see, I I tweeted instantly. I said, "Oh God, I wish she had done this at second quarter of the Super Bowl." Would have been amazing. Like, the, like if she had had a sign uh, just and, and he up. caught and he caught a pass and said, <laughs> "My new album, April nineteenth." If she just held up a little sign, that would have been fantastic. yeah. But see, then you it. know that everything is is pre planned <laughs> by the NFL. Uh, this hour, of the show being brought to you by our friends at New York. Butcher Shop, New York Butcher Shop. Uh, New York Butcher Shop right now. Hey, how about this for the Super Bowl? Speaking of, Boston Butt Sale right now. Available for pickup. Pick it up this Friday or Saturday, the 9th or 10th. Reservations only. Uh, you can call for the Cabo Heights location. Jim and the guys there, 205-970-7300. For the Greystone location on Highway 119, 205-703-8835. They're only $39.99 each. Grab you a couple. Invite everybody over for the Super Bowl. The Boston Butt Sale from our friends at New York Butcher shop two locations rare quality well done service it is the new york butcher shop by the way um uh, taylor swift broke a record for fourth time she's won album of the year passing nobody else has ever won it four times passing sinatra Paul Simon and um, Stevie Wonder, who had all won it three times. Wow. Oh, by the way, somebody said that I don't like Taylor Swift. I don't dislike Taylor Swift. I just I don't like the Chiefs. I don't like Travis Kelsey. I, I said this, what, when they first started faking this thing, that she was slumming. She could do a lot <laughs> better than she Travis slumming, Kelsey. But yeah. you're sticking with the whole fake thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still lean. They've. I mean, when you start to look at these numbers, this is the 13th game, right? I mean, there's some weird stuff going on when you play just the numbers. What are you talking about? Like her favorite number is 13. This she is her say, 13th She said that game. last night. Yeah. yeah, she won her 13th Grammy. Help me out. There won was, her 14th Grammy. There were some other things with this 13 and 87, how all these, these numbers work together for this Super Bowl. Yeah, there, there's, there's a whole list. I can go yeah. back and get it. It's I had pretty it amazing. Yeah. yeah, but you were you said something one day, so I said, oh, he's, he's tired of Taylor Swift, so I pushed that one aside. Uh, but I did have a whole list of uh, like thirteen and eighty seven. No, it was it was it was thirteen. Things add up to thirteen. It's a big thing on TikTok. A lady uh, did it on how everything is thirteen. Oh, we're gonna be sacrificing an animal at halftime, aren't we? <laughs> Super Bowl. The Forty Niners have come back out covered in sheep's blood. Uh, Super. There, there you go. If you add five and eight, Super Bowl fifty eight. 
It's 13. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's a bunch of things like yeah. that. Yeah. It is pretty crazy, though. Yeah. Um, by the way, Miley Cyrus won her first two Emmys last night, and she showed up in a uh, basically a fishing net. Is all oh, she, she Do we have a picture the, of that? On the green carpet. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they can find it. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, to the college football world. Big, big, big uh, concern if you're not in the Big Ten or SEC. The headline basically read, SEC Big Ten Uncertain on College Football Playoff Future. You read into the story a little bit, and you get back to what we talked about on Friday where the two commissioners, Big Ten and the SEC, say, listen, we invest a lot in the NCAA. We invest a lot um, in college athletics, our two conferences, and we we don't always have the most say-so in how it's policed or how it's run, and maybe it's time for us to rethink that or reassess that. Um, and Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti did say in the, in the story that, you know, we only have a deal on this college football playoff set up for two years. After that, it's uncertain, and we don't know how committed we are to the college football playoff model. I'll ask this question first. How quickly does the conversation go from this 12-team playoff to a 16-team playoff? Being pushed by the Big Ten in the pack, uh, Big Ten in the SEC. Oh. That we we very quickly are at twelve, and we go to sixteen okay. faster. Than Here's what I would ask, though. Right now, we've said the SEC more than likely most years it's going to be four. Uh-huh. The Big Ten's going to be three. How much more juice can you get out of four more teams from both conferences? Well, I don't know that it's the more teams. It's just the more games to sell to TV. I think that's what would push it to sixteen. Is if. So what is interesting is the the reports, and nothing has happened, but the reports coming out from the week of the national championship game were that ESPN was very close to locking down the rights to this whole thing. For the, for the remaining two years, and right? Then, and no, and then the six years following, too. That oh, they, wow. they wanted the whole thing, the whole shooting match. Now, a lot of people thought ESPN may buy these and sell some parts off the Fox and yeah, people like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So if if ESPN does that and then Fox and NBC are left out in the cold, there is going to be a hunger for them to pay to get into the game here. So you could add, you know, four more teams just so Fox and CBS and NBC had something to bid on and make more money. And I think that's what the key would be. Here's another thing, Brown. And uh, I talked about this on the golf course the other day. If you're a top four seed, the way we're set up right now, you're never going to get – as a conference champion, a home playoff game, the way yep. we're set up right now. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, and there's going to be some, at some point, some some desire from, I'll just use Georgia as an example because they're the top of the league right now. You know, Alabama won the championship last year, but I think we all recognize Georgia's top of the league right now. That if Georgia continues to win the SEC and they're one of the top four rankings, they'll never host a playoff game. And you go to 16, you move that whole top eight seeds on campus, the first, you go on campus the first two rounds, then that's, uh, that, that's, that's a more interesting playoff model. But then you're talking about everybody playing four postseason games. Yeah, it's a lot. But at the same time, I think we want more. But I don't necessarily love the uh, four buys in the first round. I don't either. either. And, and if you're Georgia, like, let's just use them as the example if they would have been the one seed then just based on the final rankings, you would have been playing Oklahoma State. It's not like you're going to lose that game in Athens anyway. That's yeah, right. I just think one of the things that we'll realize is limiting the on-campus games is a huge mistake. I agree. I, I think 
I, I don't know why we're choosing to play them in worse atmospheres. Like on campus, college football is the best atmosphere in sports. We're trying to keep those six bowl games alive. Yeah, and I, I think at some point the powers that be are going to be like, why aren't we doing this? Why, yeah. why, you know? Okay, but if you want to, can you not do it like that? Can you not have two on campus rounds and then you've got six games left? And you play those, and I think we'll, I think we'll eventually get to that. I think that'll be the next logical step. Is we've got two on campus rounds. So to your point, a number one seed Georgia would at least get another game in Athens. Like I think Georgia wants that. Yeah. Why would you not want that? Why would you not want to play a college football playoff game in Athens or Tuscaloosa or Columbus? Technically, they would get two at that point. Well, yeah, yeah. In, in a sixteen yeah. team, but yeah. yeah. But they'll do it the other way now. Okay. And this is probably the better model, but we will never do it. Instead of twelve. Why not do eight since there's just a power four now? Why not just do eight? That's actually a better playoff model, in my opinion. Because you don't have the buys? You don't have the buys, and you go four conference champions, automatic bid, have a criteria that your group of five has to meet to get in this thing. they got to be in the top. And then either three wild cards or four. Or we just cut them out. Just cut them out and let them have their own championships, which Jamie Chadwell of Liberty was pushing for this year. And have four wild card and four conference champions, and keep it that way. But we're, we're moving towards the SEC and the Big Ten controlling college athletics more than they even do right now. What do you make of this announcement that they're going to get together and start discussing the future of college athletics? Well, it just feels like they're banging their drum to the NCAA, saying, "You know, you guys know we don't need you." And I don't. Again, I don't know why. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if this is just window dressing, if this is just Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti kind of setting the table, Lance, that um, the power conference is about to pull away from the NCAA, and this is just us showing you that we're doing our homework, even though they've already made up their mind, right? This is the old, and Matthew used to have to show your work. You know, you couldn't yep. just turn in the answer. You had to show your work. This feels like the Big Ten and the SEC showing their work. We already got the answer. Yeah, The answer is we're done with the NCAA as soon as we can be. But we're going to show our work so that it appears we've done our due diligence I'm more, here. I'm more interested in where the ACC and the Big 12 fit into this Wherever conversation. Wherever the SEC and the Big 10 tell them. Yeah, by do. the way, yeah. I don't like the new math. I got an argument about five or six years ago with a math teacher. Yeah, like, it's, if it's, you know how to get yeah. the answer, yeah. then you should be able to do math new or old way, either way. Uh, with that said, there was a time we were doing the show where the NCAA was probably the most powerful, but we know since the SEC and the Big Ten are more powerful. I'm just interested to see how this thing finally plays out and how many teams we have finally standing. Like the NFL, we can wrap our heads around 32 teams, but when it's all said and done, how many teams will we really have competing to get to the playoffs? Yeah, it's probably fewer than 32, honestly. See, I can't. I, I don't want that. I don't either, but it's what we've got now, and you enjoy it now. True, but I still want like 60 in the pot from four conferences. Well, I mean, you're going to have that, but they're not going to be realistically competing. I, I thought you meant realistically competing. No, but you yeah. say that. I mean, TCU played for a national championship. Cincinnati was in this thing three years ago. So, you know, Washington was in it this year. I, I mean, you, you, yeah, you say that, but, yeah. you know, moment in time, you can get one of these teams that makes a run. I, uh, I think this is, you ask where do the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12 fit in? Our ACC and Big 12 fit in, and I think this is the other aspect of that. This is them flexing their muscles, showing we know we're running this thing. That's exactly right. Yeah, we know we're running this thing. Let's it's, don't pretend like we're not. It's really a power two. There's no doubt it is a power two. And the ACC and the Big 12 just follow along with what everybody else does. That was the answer I was looking for. Yeah, I mean, this is. The, I think this was 
Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti showing their work. They've already decided the NCAA's dead. Those guys don't want me to be in the NCAA if they're being honest with you. And this is them showing their work, and this is them also flexing to the Big 12 and the ACC of, we're running the show here. You guys will follow along. And guess what they'll do? They'll follow along. <laughs> don't think for one minute the ACC and the Big 12. Yeah, don't have any choice. Yeah, I mean, what, what else are they going to do? One more thing here in this segment after LT tells us about our friends at Gutter Cap. Uh, four downs in the next segment, plus uh, Josh Payton in the next segment, had an uh, interesting power ranking list that we wanted to get to today. But one more in this segment, uh, sort of my gutter cap question of the day. Uh, cap it, don't snap it. It's a dirty, dangerous job. The last thing you want to do is get on the roof. You slip, you fall, you snap the neck and die. You're no good to the wife or kids. Call Chris Stewart. He will come out and give you an absolutely free estimate. You'll never have to clean those gutters again. It's a patent aluminum cover system. It fits over most existing gutters. We'll keep all that debris out. You need to keep the gutters clean and free-flowing. The answer is gutter cap 205-823-2212 or guttercapbirmingham.com. All right, so... Nick Saban retires, and there are folks who believe at some point somebody from back channel Alabama reached out to Dabo Sweeney or Dabo Sweeney's people. Do we believe that happened? Because the Clemson AD was saying, I was in contact all week with Dabo while Alabama was going through that transition, and all we kept talking about was positive Clemson, positive Clemson. Basically, the AD was sounding like he was holding Dabo's hand to make sure that he wasn't going to walk out the back door towards Alabama. I do not believe it was true. Uh, we've talked about Dabo has had a difficult time embracing the new college football NIL. And I, I, you guys saw the reaction from Alabama fans when Dabo's name was even mentioned. Yeah. So I just don't believe this. I could see that someone that is a power booster at Alabama reached out. Did they have authority to do so? Were yeah. they... Just doing it so Greg Brown, I don't know. But I can see that somebody reached out. Does that mean Dabo was ever offered the job or it was oh, ever going to materialize not. into that? No. Yeah, I but I do, I do think, in my opinion, somebody from Alabama's booster structure just tried to take Dabo's temperature to say, hey, would you even be interested in this? Well, I'm sure Gene Stallings behind the scenes was pushing people, somebody from Alabama, to contact Dabo. I don't, you know, I don't know who that person, would, who that somebody would be. But would you be surprised that in the in the wake of Nick Saban announcing his retirement, that Gene Stallings didn't pick up the phone and call a couple of boosters and say, Dabo's the guy you need to hire? Gene Stallings loves Dabo's. I don't know if Gene did it, but I would imagine some, some Alabama boosters just like Dabo and would call Dabo up. I would imagine there were some Alabama boosters that, heck, even looked at Kirby Smart and said, hey, Kirby, would you be interested? Before Greg Byrne really got into his church. Well, uh, I would search. hope Greg Byrne did that. Yeah, Dabo, I don't, you know, you could do... You could do the search without Dabo, but if Greg Byrne didn't at least, look, he was already talking to Jimmy Sexton. If you don't think Greg Byrne at least asked Jimmy Sexton, is there any reason to go down that road? Right. And I'm sure Jimmy told him, no, not this time, you know, or not ever. I don't know. But I think Greg Byrne's a smart enough guy that already dealing with Jimmy Sexton on the Dan Lanning and Kalen DeBoer front, or at least on the Kalen DeBoer front, already dealing with Jimmy Sexton, he had to have brought up Kirby Smart and asked him, is there any reason for me to even talk to you about this? Uh, but Clemson's AD talking over the weekend about uh, how it was a great moment uh, for a week to spend with Dabo and continue to talk about uh, how Clemson can move forward. Well, uh, through the process of that, every one of his assistants got major raises. And Tyler says Dabo didn't get a raise. He was never considered. But to your point, Dabo didn't get a raise. He's already very highly paid. But his assistants did. Yeah, everyone on the coaching staff got a raise in the aftermath of uh, 
whether he was contacted by anybody from Alabama or not, uh, it was the Clemson AD thought there was some some churning in the water there enough to give Dabo's coaching staff some of them doubling their salaries uh, to get I think three guys in the coaching staff now making over a million dollars of the on the field coaches, some approaching two million dollars. So Dabo and his people turned it into a nice little raise for some of the assistants there uh, in Clemson, South Carolina. Josh Pate's power rankings. Um, from our buddy Josh Pate, uh, 24-7 and CBS, when we come back. And LT's four downs in the next segment as well. This is TNR. We're 201 days away from week zero of college football. Wednesday is the final part of National Signing Day. But Ryan Williams, I believe, doesn't sign his letter of intent until Friday the 9th, which is his birthday. So there will not be a complete signing class in Tuscaloosa or anywhere else until at least through Friday. Uh, We've got more college football for you when we come back right here on TNR. Take the next round anywhere you go with official Next Round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. You want to look great while supporting your favorite show? You know the place to go is the official Next Round store at nextround.store. Yes, there are .store domains and we have one. From shirts to hoodies to hats and all kinds of fun stuff, you can rep the Next Round anywhere you go. At the beach, Next Round hats to block out that sun. Up north in the winter, get you a comfy Next Round hoodie. Just need something to put your $20 beer in at a game? Get you a Next Round koozie and throw that thing in your pocket. You never know what stuff Jim's going to make me put in there next. Check it out. It's the Next Round store at nextround.store store. Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now. 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit UrologyCentersAlabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. 
The next round is so much more than the show you get from 9 to 1 each day. So make sure to head to our official YouTube channel at Next Round Live and subscribe to get all of our latest content. We, of course, have plenty of specialty content and shorts based all around the sports in the heart of the SEC. But we also talk pro sports, gambling, lifestyle and entertainment, and so much more. It's the Next Round YouTube channel where you never know what you're going to find next. Subscribe now to see the latest content and get notifications when we go live. That's at Next Round Live on YouTube. the next round um get in price right now at eight thousand dollars for the super bowl coming coming up sunday uh last year the getting was six thousand for the worst seat in the house eight thousand worst seat in the house well that's better i mean it was well i guess that's that's probably right yeah last week the average was eleven thousand eleven thousand correctly uh skybox is a two hundred thousand dollar skybox for four seats is four? where four seats, $200,000. Anywhere from $200,000 skybox for four seats up to a $2.5 million skybox for 20 seats. And if you think that's an elaborate skybox, here's the picture. This is this is the twenty the $2.5 million skybox where you get 20 seats and the food and beverage for free. Basically, $125,000 ahead. That's all you get. So I saw that Krista McCaffrey had reached out about getting a box, and he said, too expensive. And I saw where, really, to get these boxes, you've got to be a billionaire. I like how it's 20 tickets and two parking passes. Do yeah. that math. 20 <laughs> tickets, two parking passes, food and beverages, 125000 ahead for your 20 people there. That's at Allegiant. That's the best of the suites there. I mean... Looks um, pretty bland for $2.5 million. I mean, that, that is, yeah. I mean, I mean here's the thing. Either you've got to be a billionaire or you've got to have rich friends. Yeah, you know, one of the two. And, and LT, I don't, I don't want to bring up old memories, but see where that suite's located right there? Looks like it's really close to the end line. I mean, Jim is right. That is nowhere close to the 50. <laughs> that is nowhere close <laughs> to the, the 50. That's right I mean, I, I feel like I'm in the end zone. Yeah. Super Bowl's coming up this weekend. Hey, we're going to have a little fun here with our friends at MyBookie. Brandy, tell us about what's going on. You guys listen to this. An opportunity for you, too. All right, so here we go. We're uh, partnering with our friends at MyBookie.ag, and we're going to play the big game virtually. All right? Chiefs 49ers. It's going to play virtually. You'll be able to watch it right here uh, on our YouTube channel. All right, so you can watch it play out, but you can enter, and if you choose the correct side and point spread, you could win a thousand dollars, a five hundred dollar, or a two hundred fifty dollar credit at mybookie.ag. Just free money from mybookie.ag for you to play. Okay, so you, it's a competition. We're going to watch the simulation on our YouTube yep. channel. And we'll enter the competition, and if we get the right side and point spread, you can go to and enter here. Um, at uh, Next Round Live, you can see it on social media. Taylor has sent it out from our social media accounts. At Next Round Live on social media, go to nextroundlive.com. You can enter the official point spread on our simulation at San Francisco minus a point and a half. San Fran minus a point and a half. And you pick Kansas City or San Francisco. It's all you got to do. We'll simulate the game. If you're on the right side, you're entered for a chance to win those credits. They're at mybookie.ag. Very all simple. Right. All right. So we don't we just pick a side on the point spread. We don't have to come up with our own, like, I think San Francisco by 18 in the simulation. You so. do not. In that all case, right. you would like San Francisco minus the one and a half. I really would. I can't wait to that. When, when do, do we know Friday. yet? Friday. Friday. We're playing yeah, it Friday. The simulation is Friday. Uh, just after the show, you'll be able to watch it on our channel. All right. And in the chat right there, you've got uh, Taylor sending out the link that you can jump in and do the TNR simulation there. I uh, appreciate the, 
Our friends at MyBookie, MyBookie.ag, hopping in with that. Also, our friends at Odie's that brings you part of the show today. We'll get to the Josh Pate ranking. Tell us about Odie's. Uh, Odie's Tavern, two great locations. The original in Crestline, the newest in Edgewood, right there on the corner of Oxmoor and Broadway. Get in, see Will Haver and that great staff. Enjoy the incredible food from Rodney Davis, award-winning wings, delicious burgers, great chili this time of year. Remember, every Wednesday night, Odie's Team Trivia, the original location in Crestline. Get in. Go see the fine folks. Odie's Tavern, two locations, Crestline and Homewood. All right. Um, Brownie, you found Josh Pate's power rankings from his show uh, pretty interesting. Forrester is going to put them up for you here. For those that are listening, it is Georgia 1, Alabama 2, Texas 3, LSU 4, Oklahoma 5, Ole Miss 6, Tennessee 7, A&M 8. Auburn 9, Missouri 10, South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Vandy at 16. So he rated, based on a three-year snapshot of on-field performance, talent acquisition, stability, and resource pool. Those are the four categories he used. I bring this up because I'm just curious if you guys agree with the order using those four criteria there on-field performance talent acquisition stability and resource pool uh i think you got the top four right okay so you like georgia alabama texas lsu in that order yeah and then in I think that order gets, well yeah yeah you know alabama is a bit complicated obviously because the three-year snapshot is a full nick saban snapshot and you are now changing coaches but if you use a three-year snapshot it's hard not to go georgia alabama well i mean I don't know what alabama's one Two SEC championships yeah. in the last three years? Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. I mean, there is a lot changing moving forward, potentially. But uh, if you're going to look at the last three years of a snapshot, I don't know how you don't go Georgia 1, Alabama 2. I think it gets more difficult after four, though. Texas is three, LSU four. So he's got Oklahoma fifth. Yeah, I mean, do you guys not agree with this top four? Yeah, you know, LSU... Yeah, I mean, but it's hard on what we're talking about here. We're talking about the last three years, and now Nick Saban's gone... You know, there is a lot of instability in that situation. And stability is one-third of what we're talking about here. And the talent has changed a little bit. Um, But I think you get, as far as a winning coach, you get some stability. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's just one aspect of it. Like Texas, you know, on-field hasn't been great for the entire last three years. It's really good this past year. And same for LSU. So, you know, if you want to look at Alabama and say, well, stability has changed because Nick Saban is gone, I can find a criteria where Texas doesn't match up and a criteria where LSU doesn't match up. Yeah. No, in history, Georgia, Alabama's one, two, no doubt about it. Uh, moving forward, if you're an Alabama fan, you hope it stay, you stay in the top two. Absolutely. Of course you do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Auburn nine is moving forward, seems low. Florida is to be in the final column. Uh, no, it's, ever it's an in any situation would be that, fire alarm bells sounding all the time. That was what jumped out at me was Florida. Josh Pate has them the 13th team in his power ranking. And I looked at it and was like, I can't really argue against him. No, on criteria. you can't. I mean, they should be behind Kentucky, right? Florida should be behind Kentucky. They should be behind South Carolina and Missouri and Auburn. Well, you've hired a coach in this cycle, and you're talking about firing a coach right right now. So there is no stability when it comes to Florida. Well, I will tell you that it's going to be very Oreo cookie-like in the SEC, that you're going to have a really good top, really bad bottom, 
but there's going to be a lot of ooey gooey stuff in the middle there from you know wherever you want to start going to the the ooey gooey middle the middle of the sec is going to be really really good i think that's where it sets itself apart from the big 10 is the middle of the sec i mean you look at those programs if you just start at five you go five through 13 you have some programs there now that are used to winning a lot yeah you do. And Lance, you seem to you seem to start your issue at number five, Oklahoma. Are you saying you would have Ole Miss higher or somebody higher than Oklahoma? I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying I think it gets really difficult. Like, if you would have had anybody there, if Pate would have had anybody at five, I would have been like, okay, I guess. Like, I just think one through four is pretty easy. Yeah. Now, as um, Sharkbait points out in the chat room, South Carolina is the only SEC team to be 0-2 against Napier. So you could potentially just head-to-head make an argument that South Carolina shouldn't be in front of Florida. If I ask you which program you feel better about right now, South Carolina or Florida, I think you'd both say South Carolina, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I would lean South Carolina. I wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah, they're very close. I mean, South Carolina... Yeah, like I don't uh, know if Beamer's going to be the guy long-term. Yeah, they're, Boy, yeah, they're both very close. Tell you what, a lot of people in the chat room say Ole Miss is too low. It's six. A lot of people are saying Ole Miss should be in front of Oklahoma. Um, Nicholas is saying Ole Miss should be in front of LSU right now. Mm-hmm. I will remind you, LSU did play in an SEC championship game uh, just two years ago. Yeah, Not this, this last season, but the season before. They were literally in the SEC championship. And had a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, hard year. to. Yeah, had a Heisman Trophy winner the next year. So it's hard to argue that Ole Miss should be in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Lance. I think Josh got the top four right. Um. You know, it does get kind of a jumbled mess, 5 through 12, and then to see Florida ever at 13 is just astounding. I would just uh, I would say that, in case Josh sees this, I'm going to say he got the top 16 right. 16? I mean, it's his list. It's hard to get the, that list wrong when it's your list. But I agree with you. I agree with you. Four is pretty solid. I mean, Ole Miss, you got to – LT brings this up, up, up all the time. Ole Miss has to win some of these games. Yeah. It looks good on paper going into the year. Well, like if, if we were doing our 16, and I guess we can do this at some point, coming into this season just based on what we think they will do, Yeah, I still think he got the top four right. Yeah, but, but old Oklahoma beat Texas two years ago, right? Last year. Or last year. Oklahoma yeah. beat Texas last year. So Ole Miss doesn't have a win like that. Well, they got to win over LSU, who you got at number yeah, four. Yeah, you do. You but do. Yeah. that win was over a team that lost three games. It was. Yeah. It was. And yeah. Oklahoma beat Texas, who played for the college, you know, national championship. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. League. Yeah. Lutzford saying Ole Miss 2-1 over LSU last three years with a better record. Yeah, that is true. Still yeah. no West. They did not win the West. They did not play for a championship. They'll they, never win the West. They didn't beat Alabama. They'll never win the West. You're right, Jim. Ole Miss will never win the West. Uh, Slice brings you our four downs every day. LT has that for us. Tell us about the great folks at Slice. Hey, how about a carryout special to get uh, – nobody likes Mondays, really, to get yeah, your Monday suck. going. You could be the hero tonight. Pick up the $75 carryout special. Two of those specialty pizzas, 12 of the fire-baked wings, half pan of the salad. It's going to feed the entire family. They're going to absolutely love it because the pizzas are the best out there. Four locations. Go see the Bajaya Brothers. Tell them the next round sent you. First down. So Russell Terry submitted this first down question. Uh, more popular or well-known internationally, Charles Barkley or Morgan Freeman? Oh, I think I'd have to say Morgan Freeman. I would imagine his movies 
I mean, how popular is the NBA internationally? Well, if, if you went to China, <laughs> China well, that, that's one country. It's Uber. It's a big, big one. It's a big one, but it is one country. Uh, him especially being in a comic book movie, really, a franchise, yeah. really, really helped him out. Yeah. But I don't I mean, think like Shawshank and those places are big films in uh, Asia. And, and I know the NBA is popular in China, but is the TNT show popular in China? You know, I mean, LeBron, that's one thing. Charles, <laughs> so I would definitely say Morgan Freeman in this. I think he spans the borders. I think and I, I would just lean Morgan Freeman, too. Yeah. I'm going to go Charles Barkley in this one. Second down. Really? So you think people in China know who Charles Barkley is? Yes. People in Africa know who Charles Barkley is. I think people in Europe know who Charles yeah. Barkley is. I think people in Russia know who Charles Barkley is. You know, I, I think know. he told us a story know. about when he was in London that he was like, people knew that I was somebody because I was a big black dude. And they were like, you got to be an athlete. And then a lot of people did recognize it was Charles Barkley, but I still think Morgan Freeman is your answer. I think uh, Sean is onto something with the comic book franchise. Yeah, it helps. That brings a lot of eyeballs in. Uh, Bobby Brown, fifty-five years old, better career, Bobby Brown or Bobby Bonilla? Uh, I mean, outside of marrying Whitney and singing "My Prerogative," Bobby Brown did what? Uh, he did humping around. He was a new addition. Man, I'm definitely going to go Bobby Bonilla. Flip it, smack it, <laughs> rub it down. Yeah, he was no, part of that, right? Bell Bib DeVoe, but it was, it was <laughs> Bell Bib. It was he not one of them? No, he yeah, wasn't. Bell Bib DeVoe and Brown. <laughs> and Brown. <laughs> was he? Was Bobby Brown nicknamed not either Bell Bib or DeVoe? Uh, no, Bonilla is still getting paid. That's right. Free, but so is Bobby Brown. That's yeah. true. Probably but, not as Benio's, much as Bonilla. Bonilla's best known for that contract, but he was a superstar with the Pittsburgh Pirates, right? Yeah, he was good with the Marlins. Bonilla yeah. Bonds. I mean, that was a heck of a one-two. Yeah, I would yeah. say Benia. I yeah, mean, I Benia won Benia. a championship. Yeah. Third down. Okay, Hank Aaron. I get no been... credit for actually getting... Flip it, smack it, rub it down. I got that right. Sweet home, Alabama. <laughs> you, you did. You did. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, Hank Aaron would have been 90 today. Okay. If I asked you better career, Hank Aaron or Hank Williams? Junior or senior? Senior. Hank Senior? The I'd go Hank Aaron. Too. I'd go Hank Aaron. Well, I mean, was Senior not actually the guy that laid the groundwork for Junior, literally? Yeah, but well, literally. But Senior yeah. died so early. Senior was... 27. 27? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was in that club. So, I mean, he had a very abbreviated career, and Henry Aaron is the all-time home runs leader. You so. know where Hank Williams Sr. spent his last night on on Earth? I've heard this. I didn't know. Is this 100%? Yeah. It's in the backseat of a limousine. Well, well, that's where he died. Yeah. yeah. The last bed was Redmond Hotel. In Birmingham. That's yeah. what they, yeah. Uh, Hank Aaron is my answer here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Hank Aaron, too. Well, I tell you what. One time, uh, using the back way to uh, 30A, I cut past Hank's birth home. You know, you see the signs in Georgiana. Not real impressive. You can probably keep on moving on that one. Yeah, birth homes usually are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that. it shows you where you were to yeah. where you are I now. wasn't expecting a ton, Jim, but like, even then I was under I mean, my birth home is a tire store now. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think birth homes are, uh, are money grabs usually. Probably so, yeah. yeah. But I do think there's a museum there. Fourth down. I wonder how difficult this is going to be. Cristiano Ronaldo is 39 years old today. Ronaldo or Tom Brady? I, I, I know. Give me his accomplishments, Rockstar, because I know the he's the most popular athlete. Well, in the I do world, know like that. Soccer. Well, I think he's won. Okay, so he's won two World Cups, but, but you only but get the World Cup every now and then. But he has scored a goal in five World Cups, which is pretty amazing. That and is I think amazing. seven I don't think he's won a World Cup. Has he not? Really? I thought Portugal. he won two. Uh-uh. I know he's won seven titles in um, the Premier League or whatever league he's in. I was looking at this. I will tell you this. Uh, he has got one of the longest Wikipedia pages I've ever seen, <laughs> along with Mick Foley. Mm. 
I was on the uh, Ronaldo Opera by Handel. Yeah, I think any soccer fan is going to say Ronaldo. Well, and I mean, anybody to, that doesn't like soccer is going to say Brady. I mean, to Rockstar's point, though, uh, most popular athlete on the planet at one point, maybe still, uh, richest. I mean, he, got, he had the biggest contract, yeah. right? Of yeah. any athlete on the planet. But you're and looking, he's got a soccer body. Brady does not have a soccer body. That's true. No, he's got a dad bod. But uh, Tom Brady's about to get $37.5 million per year Do in broadcasting. Right oh, I think Ronaldo's... I, I would think it's pretty close, though. Ooh, I don't know. Tom Brady's got a pretty big net worth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't I think get the right Ronaldo. I got Ronaldo Lopez D. Cruz. That's not the same guy. Yeah, it's, that's totally him. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, why can't I... Like, how do you spell it? R-O. Oh, that's where I screwed yeah. up. I got him now. Yeah. Uh, Second letter gets you every time. Every time, Jimmy D. Yep. So, yeah, what are their uh, net worths? I, mean, I would think both are over $500 million. Uh, I'm going to say Ronaldo's a billionaire. I'm a little surprised. Ronaldo, yeah, you know his height? Way. What? 6'2". Bigger guy than I would have thought. Yeah, I would have thought he's like 5'10". Yeah. Is anybody looking up net worth? I am. It just will not Ronaldo pull it up. Ronaldo is $849 million as of April 2022. It's been about two years since then, so he's probably getting a little more. Has he had a divorce in that time? I'll get you. I think he did have a civil suit. Did he? He doesn't marry people, Brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's $180 million to $250 million. Wow. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. All right, that's our four downs today. Brought to you by our friends at Slice. Uh, four great locations. Soon to be that fifth location coming uh, to Homewood this spring. But get in and see the Pajaya brothers. Uh, the great concept created by the late Jeff Pajaya. His brothers, Jason and Chris, continue his legacy. Stop in. See them today. Tell them the next round sent you. Hey, while we're talking money, um, Buzz Williams is like I uh, – is Buzz Peterson or Williams? Which one coaches Texas? That'd be Buzz Williams. Buzz Williams. I actually got it right for a change. Uh-huh. Buzz Williams is like me. Sometimes you see something happen at these college games, and you think to yourself – that's all we're giving them. Texas A&M playing Florida over the weekend. This girl hits a half-court shot. She pulls a student out of the stand. She hits a half-court shot. And he's asked about it afterwards because, you know, it's a, the crowd goes crazy. He's in the middle of a timeout. And he says, I knew something would, was really a big deal. Blah, blah, how much did she win? And they said $1,000. And he goes, she had a half-court shot in the middle of our game, and we give her only $1,000? He's like, tell her to contact me. I will match that. I'll oh, that's her, awesome. I'll give her $1,000, too. I like Buzzwiz. Is, is out of his own pocket. He's got vests that cost more than $1,000. <laughs> hey, I mean, when I was in school at Jack State, because I participated in it once and almost got it, layup free throw half court, you got a uh, semester of tuition. I mean, that's it, that should be what it is, a yeah. semester of tuition. Yeah, I mean, that's more than $1,000. Yeah, a lot more. Layup free throw and half court. Yeah. Boy, I rimmed out the half court shot. Like Alabama plays Wednesday at Auburn, and last year that person made that full court putt, and I think he won a car. Hey, that should have been a million dollars. I mean, that that is a one in a million yeah, shot. Yeah, no doubt. It was unbelievable. But, of course, going in, if you would have told that girl you're going to walk out of here with a 1000 bucks, Yeah, I'd take like, it. Hell, what I have to do? Yeah. $1,000, half-court shot. Uh, Kevin says $1,000 can't buy a book now in college. Hey, well, if I it could, they're going to give you 50 bucks to buy it back. <laughs> as, a, as a father buying books right now, they're all virtual, all online. Like, there's no textbook that yeah. I'm buying anyway. I don't know about every school. So buy, you're basically buying a link. And do you think the prices have gone down any on that? Not at all. No, it's crazy. They yeah. don't even have to print them anymore. The prices are yeah. still insane. I mean, listen. I mean, I don't know who's paying for college athletics, but who's paying for these college this college stuff? Man, we've gotten it out of whack. Uh, when we come back, um, I don't know if it was one of my best post game moments or one of my worst post game moments, 
But uh, I, had, I had a long day, and I broke up the uh, news conference from one question after another with a little uh, unique question, uh, Nate Oates postgame. Oh. I'll let you hear the question. So we can read it whether it's your best or yeah. worst. Oh, okay. I will tell you this. Every young beat writer walked up and asked me something post-game after, after the news conference was over with. Have you been drinking? So either good or bad, <laughs> okay. I'll let you guys be the judge when we come back on the next round. Never miss anything Auburn. Watch Village Vice at Wardam Pods on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Legacy Credit Union has the ultimate game changer for your finances. With Engage Checking, you can earn 3% APY on balances up to $15,000. You heard correctly, 3% APY. But it's not just about scoring with high yields. With Engage Checking, you can get paid up to two days early. That means your paycheck, Social Security, tax refund, you name it, you get it early. So stop sitting on the sidelines and get in the game with Engage Checking. Sign up today at LegacyCreditUnion.com or visit any nine Greater Birmingham area branches. APY is annual percentage yield. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Support the show and grab some great t-shirts and hoodies right now in the Next Round store. Buy the Alabama State Map shirts in your team's favorite colors, the popular Y'all Can Have the Rest, or Next Round Flag shirts are also online now. Just go to nextround.store. That's nextround.store. The traditional Next Round logo shirts are there, too. Buy them for yourself, or they make a great gift for someone else. And let us know what you'd like to see in the store coming up. Nextround.store. That's nextround.store. Hey, if you're looking for Birmingham's best pizza, you need to stop in and see our friends at Slice Pizza and Brew. It's as local as you can get from the ingredients that go into every pizza to the beer on tap for a great lunch or dinner. Go see our friends today, Vestavia or Lakeview at Slice. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live will share the latest interviews and videos from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and campuses all over the college landscape. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Live daily show. Jim, Lance, and Ryan will share their thoughts. And remember, you can always see the old shows on the Next Round Live YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and don't forget to comment. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. It's Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus prime beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Make sure to start your day at nextroundlive.com. Get caught up on the latest podcasts and videos from the live daily show, plus specialty shows such as the Mystery Fifth Hour. You can also learn more about the whole staff at Double Down Media, find all of our social media feeds, see the latest videos from our YouTube channel and gaming channel, plus find other ways to consume the show like the Next Round mobile app, which you can download direct from the site via your iOS and Android device. Make nextroundlive.com your homepage and stay up to date with everything from us here at the Next Round. This part of the show being brought to you by our friends at Way to Wellness, your journey to healthy living. Leslie and her board-certified team will take care of you today. All you have to do 
is contact Leslie and Way to Wellness by going to this website, aplanforme.com, aplanforme.com. You'll find out that they design every plan specifically for you. No cookie-cutter plan. Also, there's no contract, no sign-up fees, and your first consultation is absolutely free. So you'll get to find out about Way to Wellness without even paying any money. Before you uh, start the program, you find out whether you like it or not right there with Way to Wellness, your journey to healthy living. Jumpstart your weight loss today, uh, planforme.com. All right, so, um, you know, these news conferences, you go to enough of them, Brownie, all the questions and answers start sounding the same. Pretty boring most of the time, yeah, until somebody, you know, lights into the referees or something like that. So I felt like... Nate was on autopilot, so it's still a boring question at the end. Yeah, but I figured I'd suck him back into entertaining know. Nate. Yeah, I figured yeah. I'd suck him right back in with this. I mean, they, qu- they won by a thousand. <laughs> what could you possibly ask with this question right here? All right. Nate, I'm a huge romantic comedy fan, and there was a moment under four minutes. <laughs> look at his look. Looked like your team had fallen in love with playing defense. Do you uh, feel like this team's falling uh, in love with playing defense so, and working harder more so and more cringy. as the season goes on? Man, I hope so because I, I thought from the eight to four we fell in love with not playing defense. So then maybe at the uh, we got some other more fresh bodies in at the under four. I thought we did a fairly decent job closing it. I mean it. It takes a really mature group to play really hard. Even if you're up 30, we we got to mature a little bit, but we matured in the fact we came out and played hard for a majority of the game. We do have some guys more and more starting to trend that way. If we can get all the guys to fall in love with playing defense for the entire 40, we could probably do something this year. Ah, I wish he'd have given you more. He he gave a very basic basketball answer. I wanted Nate to say, uh, so Jim, you've watched our defense. What romantic comedy does it look like to you? (laughs) you? Hey, uh, Jim, where are your balls, uh, (laughs) my man? Yeah, right. Uh, Jim, the women's game is tomorrow. (laughs) Well, you could hear a pin drop, though, with how awkward that was was set up. When you said the romantic comedy part, is that? Anyway, but... So, right, Gary you, over there, how to lose a coach in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, he's doing this while people are asking questions. He's yeah, like, drinking his water. And yes. as soon as he heard romantic comedy, his hands went, oh, boy. Yeah, I got to hear this. Yeah. So what these young buck uh, reporters ask you after the? <laughs> well, I mean, one was like going back to write his story. He's like, hey, it was a good question. Drew him back in. Another guy was like, so, da-da-da-da-da, uh, why did you ask that question? And then the Nick Kelly, uh, Tuscaloosa News, was like, so what are what are your favorite romantic comedies? And uh, what you oh, it's a, and then forty minutes later, Nick got to start writing a story. <laughs> Thank you for asking, Nick. Love actually. Uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a interesting interesting question to ask there. Drag, drag him back in, Brandon. That's all I was trying to do. Um, I will tell you, uh, basketball on Wednesday night will be fun. You think the point spread will be Auburn minus four and a half? Yes. Um, Alabama winning this game, they lead the league right now. Would really put a little separation, I think. Um, on this Alabama team. This would be Alabama's best win of the year if they uh, win this game. Oh, yeah. You don't win in Neville. I mean, it's just a really, really difficult thing to do. Again, it's one of the best home court advantages in all of college basketball. I was reading, I was at AL.com today, and Skarbinski had put something together, and I had to stop because you have to be a subscriber or whatever to keep going. It's one of those behind the paywalls. And I guess this makes sense, but 
you know, he, he, I guess the gist of the article was Alabama and Auburn have an opportunity to do something that they've never done, and that's finish 1-2 in the SEC standings in you, basketball. You know, six of the last nine trophies the SEC has handed out have gone to Alabama or Auburn. Yeah, and that, uh, that being SEC regular season, SEC tournament. That's right, and there's one missing there, obviously, because of the COVID year, didn't have a tournament. Um, I, I mean, Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee run the SEC in basketball right now. It's just that's the way it is, and that's one thing that's upsetting Kentucky fans, I am sure. But your three best teams this year are basically your three best teams over the last four, excuse me, four or five years. Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee. That's who's that's right. running this league in basketball right now. That's right. Kentucky's not part of it the, right the, now. Yeah, they're not really in the discussion. Five, six, and seven in Ken Palm today. Auburn, Tennessee, and Alabama. You got to go all the way down to twenty-seven. Yeah. To find the Kentucky Wildcats. But that's Wildcats. become more and more common. That's not an outlier year. That's what Alabama and Auburn's program has become. I think we're living in the glory years of this basketball rivalry. I don't think it's ever been better. Yeah, I would agree. In the past, yeah. it always seemed like one team was up and the other was down. Right? Yeah, I mean, you had they were some, never up at the same time. Yeah, you had some wimp and sunny years where they were both good at the same time. But those seem like, as I oh. look back on them now, maybe just a blip on the radar. And that's forever ago yeah. now, right? Yeah, and then Cliff Ellis got Auburn really good when Alabama was really down. And then Godfrey got Alabama good when Auburn was really down. And then Auburn was down for quite a while until Pearl got there. And then Pearl got Auburn really good when Alabama was down, and that's why Nate Oates is the Alabama coach now. And they both managed to be pretty or really good at the same time. By the way, Alabama right now, 8-1 and one in the SEC, so that's halfway through the campaign, right? Nine yep. games left. Good math. Uh, and then you've got South Carolina, Auburn, and Tennessee all with two losses right now. Uh, basically, if you go by the loss column, one game back. So... Tennessee still has an extra game in pocket there, but um, one still, loss and then two lost teams. I, I still say 14-4 and four is what it takes. I don't know if you guys agree, if you think it needs to be better than that. I think it might have to be better. You, you think so? I think 15-3, and 16-2. Ooh, 16-2. Nice. Alabama's the only team that can go 16-2. and 16-2 won it last year. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's been the last couple of years, Well, I mean, right? they would have to go undefeated. Yeah, South Carolina, teams. Auburn, Tennessee technically could still go. Yeah, by the way, I mean, South Carolina heating up right now. Yeah, they're they playing really good are. ball. This is not just some random team that's picking people off. It's a good basketball team. Still 44th in the Ken Palm, though, behind Kentucky, Florida, and Mississippi State. But... Every time I look at projections right now, it's an eight, nine bid league in the SEC. Well, we'll ask Dane next what he thinks the record would be, what record it would take. I still think 14 and four could win this conference. I think you're about right. And I think there is a path. Now, Auburn probably, well, I shouldn't say probably. Auburn would have to win Wednesday night, I think, to get a 14 and four. Because Alabama could lose, I think, and still get to 14 and four. I know Alabama still has Tennessee coming to Coleman. That is correct. I think Tennessee comes to Auburn, too, right? Still. That is correct. Yeah, so that's, that's one of the ones you said. No, 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 no. Auburn is at Tennessee. Oh, okay. my apologies. My bad. Auburn is at Tennessee. That's outside the window of your 6 and 0 guarantee. That's though. right. That's right. That's where you stopped it. I'm going to guess because you didn't think it could be 7-0 if they got to go to Tennessee. <laughs> I didn't think they could win at Tennessee. That's why Alabama I stopped at 6-0. Alabama will, will be favorites against Tennessee and Coleman, but they'll be dogs in Rupp. They might be a dog at Ole Miss. Dog definitely Auburn. Uh, I think Alabama's yeah, got 8-1 eight, eight to close out. It's going to be tough. they got some tough That's what games. I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I can't get Alabama to 16-2 and two yeah, with a good conscience. Can't either. But, but if they and go I really six, can't Tennessee either. If they go 6-3 and three over their final nine games, that's still 14-4. and four yeah, That's think, huge. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I think a really it, good seed. I think at worst case, you're tied for first at that point. And I don't know what the, you know, it depends on who you're tied with, what the tiebreaker Yeah, I saw out. power rankings this morning that had Alabama at number nine. In the country. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what Ken Palm I mean, they've won 10 of 11. Close. Yeah. Ken Palm has them in the top seven right now. And um, 
they're trending right now. Them and Auburn uh, right on that three and four line, and Tennessee's a two or three liner at this point in time. Uh, a lot of basketball to get to. We'll talk basketball in the final hour. Dane Bradshaw and Gary Parrish coming up. The show being brought to you by Lanceslock.com and our friends at Hempill. Lanceslock.com to make your plays and get any information you want about uh, what Lance does over there, right there at Lanceslock.com. And Hempill brings you the, the lock. Make sure that HVAC unit ready to keep you warm and toasty this winter. All you got to do is call 205 229 2090. Adam Chad, Andrew, the guys at Hempill Services. Trust the name. Birmingham is trusted since 1950. 54 for plumbing, heating, and cooling. Hard to stop a train, 205-229-2090 or hemphillservices.com. Follow the next round on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Next Round Live.